Nightmares Podcast. We are uh, doing this thing uh, via Skype right now. I'm yep. here with the two no with the usual suspects. It's gonna, it's gonna sound what? weird. It's gonna sound very fucking weird. Yeah, I know. The uh, but we're doing what we can. Yeah, it's, it's the audio sounds like it's just like audio from some found footage, you know. Uh, oh, that's that's. <laughs> I think that's the most forced transition I've ever uh, I've ever heard in my fucking life. Oh, I, I can do way more force than that. Oh God, please. Finally, the make sure you use some uh, exposition lube to get that transition in there. Nah, I'm not really into using lube, so. <laughs> this is turned for worse. Brandon, what's our cat? What are we talking about today, sir? Since so you already said. Mark had a birthday over the weekend, and he requested that we do found footage movies, and I'm also extending the category to mockumentaries as well. Everybody, let's take a second to wish Mark a happy sweet 16. Congratulations, Mark. Congratulations. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, it's nothing like celebrating your birthday in inside, and then inside, uh, and it, then it inside been again. At an arcade, but we won't get into that right now. Uh, soon and soon we will go back soon. The uh, so it is what it is, bro. That's yeah. actually a found footage movie. Um, uh, the uh, it is not one that I watched. Have you ever seen it? Quarantine. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. It's not good. Um, uh, I was gonna say, has anybody ever seen it? I've seen it. Um, the poster. But you've the seen shot. everything. I have not seen a Bronx Tale. The hell is a Bronx Tale? Dude, that's disappointing, bro. I know. The, uh, I was actually talking the... to Jake today, and when I told him I hadn't seen it, he said, "How?" And I said, "You know," he said, "How?" It's a classic, and I said, "That's what everybody and their mom has been shouting at me all this time." Bronx Tale. Is well, that that... Robert De Niro. Yeah. You know, yeah, I he, saw the first like fifteen he, or twenty minutes of that in school. Look good. Want to see it? Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, um, I, I, one of my favorite movies. Highly recommend it. Gee, um, really? Uh, shut up. The uh, shut up. The uh, a booby. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so so um, so Zach, um, uh, I'm gonna let Zach start um, uh, just for kicks. Um, uh, talk about your your favorite um, or lack thereof favorite. I mean, we all know what it is. It's the Blair Witch Project, of course. Um, <laughs> the, of course, that's all of our favorites. Blair Witch Project that is, is an okay movie with the greatest marketing campaign in cinematic history. Oh, no doubt. They, they, there should be classes taught about how good that fucking marketing is. Um, uh, it wouldn't matter at this point because no one's ever going to get that lucky again. You couldn't get away with that this day and age. Everybody would call immediate bullshit. That is a one-trick pony, Jack. Uh, exactly. That is you doing that you one, one time. You're never doing it again, ever. The uh, you know that was that that was invented before Wikipedia. So so people people had no choice but to believe whatever they were told. You know that's a good question. When the hell did Wikipedia even come along? I don't know. Wikipedia did it. I am checking Wikipedia God about it, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Brandon, our ultimate fact checker. Come on. I, I think I'm creating a black hole here. And it's the end of all life as we know it. Well, shit. The, uh, uh, Wikipedia. It launched on January 15th, 2001, and Blair Witch Project was 1999. 
Wow. Wow. That, I believe it is that old. The uh, question people did Google come along. Probably yep. right around that time. Probably right around that time. So Zach, uh, while Zach is, you know, while, while Brandon is destroying the universe by looking up Wikipedia about Wikipedia about Wikipedia. Oh shit, I'm stuck in the loop. Um, uh, the um, uh, so. Oh shit! Google came before uh, Blair Witch Project. Ah, I see. The um, uh, so anyway, Zach, um, uh, kick us off, brother. Yeah, it was January. Wow, Yahoo's been around for a while. Mm. Anyways, the uh, and that concludes our podcast about famous internet companies. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it, was a, it was a short one. It's a very short one. The um, Zach, Zach, kick it off, sir, for the found footage or mockumentary category. Well, I don't really know of many mockumentaries, nor do I really like them. Uh, but found footage movies, I, I don't really have a favorite. There's a bunch that I like, a bunch that I could give a thousand fucks less about. Uh, my favorite is probably Cloverfield. I like myself some kaiju movies, and that one was a pretty good one. I wish it was a little bit more graphic, but, you know, that PG-13 rating. Gotta get those seats in the butts, brother. Gotta get those seats Give in the butts. Damn. I know. Has J.J. Abrams ever been involved with an R-rated movie? Yeah, the frickin' um, Overlord, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Wasn't oh, that him? Was that him? I could I saw his name plastered all over it, so I assume it was him. That's actually a really good question. I do not know the answer to, but I'm very curious to find this out if he actually has ever done anything. Yeah, rated. So yeah, he has done a rated R movie, but he hasn't done a bunch of rated R movies. Well, yeah, Cloverfield. Um, that's probably the earliest found footage movie that I can remember watching. Um, it was it was fun, you know, giant city destruction and all that stuff from a first person perspective. Um. The thing that I really liked about it was when I saw the movie, I'm just like, I could film a movie like that. That was kind of one of the things that kind of greased the wheels of how I kind of wanted to start doing films. I'm like, it looks cheap and pretty easy to do. <laughs> and I don't then know. you actually look into what went into <laughs> well, it. Yeah, then you look at all the visual effects behind it and you're like, holy fuck! I, I've never looked into it, but imagine with how shaky the camera gets at times. They essentially like, had to recreate all the walls and areas in like a 3D space. And I don't know how they did the camera tracking. That, that's probably the most mind-blowing thing about that film is all the goddamn camera tracking they had to do to get everything into place. And it's like, Jesus! Yeah. There was a small but vocal group of people who are mad that Cloverfield was not nominated for Best Visual Effects of that year. What year was that? That was 2008, right? That was 2008. So yeah. That was the nominees were Iron Man, The Dark Knight, and Curious Case of Benjamin Button as the winner. That was, All right. that was before they upped the category to five. Iron Man was a good one. That was before, you know, Disney started not giving a fuck about their movies. Uh, Dark Knight, great, but... Yeah, Cloverfield is top-notch. That's a visual effects masterpiece. Like, if you look at the work they had to put into that movie just to make it happen, it's like... Just tracking, holy shit! 
Dude, all I can think of right now is, is Zach sitting in sitting in his room trying to edit and do post work for fucking Cloverfield, and then th- eventually throwing his computer out a window. The um, with all the masking work you'd have to do and visual effects work you'd have to do with Just a found footage movie. Tracking alone would be a fucking nightmare. Oh my god! <laughs> the, Again, <yeah. laughs> props props to those visual effects artists, man. Like Jesus, those guys are. Fucking phenomenal! That's some yeah, no, amazing for, for work real. right there. Shaky Cam 9000 managed to track the head of the Statue of Liberty. Good for you! Good for you! Yeah. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, a year before the movie came out, I forget what I saw, but I saw some movie out of theater with, the friend, with some friends, and like everybody else, there is that, like, one-minute teaser trailer of the party and then the Statue of Liberty head, no title on the trailer. Nobody had any idea what this was. Uh, and talk about good marketing. That that was good marketing. Actually, you know what? The, Cloverfield did have another really good ad campaign yeah. because it took advantage of the whole, like, internet conspiracy thing. Oh, yeah. The, the whole other mythology that they created around the movie ahead of time. That was yeah. insane. Like, they're probably the second best when it comes to, uh, like, what, um, what the hell is it called? Blair Witch did? Like... They came pretty close, and they do it for all their movies, too. Like they yeah, did I'm it seeing a trend, guys. And they also did it for the one that nobody liked, but I'm, the, like, one of three people who actually... I was okay on Paradox. I forgot. Somebody... It might have been Wes. I think he hated... I don't know. I could have swore it was you, but uh, somebody I, I know hated it. Like, for no fucking reason, they hated it. It's like... This is so stupid. I'm like, God damn. It's like, this is not a bad... I... Can you poke holes in Cloverfield Paradox? Yes, you can. All day long. But all night a... long, too. Look, it's but also... I have fun watching it. It's a paradox. That's part of the point. That's a good... That's a very excellent point. The We're, we're, now, we're now going to collapse... Damn title! Dude, we're gonna collapse the universe twice in two in the same fucking podcast. The um, uh, I'm starting to see a trend. Um, amazing marketing campaigns for uh, for found footage movies, um, uh, which is interesting. The uh, and actually, you're right. I do remember seeing that fucking trailer, and 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 I think I, I actually turned to the girl I was I was dating at the time, and I'm I'm like, what the fuck was that? The uh, and she's like, I don't know. The uh, I was like, oh, we better check it out when when it comes out, whenever it is. The, uh, and then it turned out to be Cloverfield, which I saw in the theaters, which I'm actually super glad I saw in the theaters because that's a movie that you want to see in the theaters. Yeah, I was upset that I missed that movie in the theaters, but that was also for like a huge period of time where I didn't get to go to the theaters because didn't have any fucking money. Everybody <laughs> in my theater hated it. I don't get it. Oh, yeah. Is it oh, because yeah, dude, I, same thing. Thing. Probably. Oh, my God. You asked me to remember like... 10, 12, 12 years ago. 12 years ago. <laughs> the, uh, when you, you can't even remember yesterday. This movie's 12 uh, now. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. The, um, I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, you, you, you stole one of mine too, Zach, by the way. Um, <laughs> but hey, the, uh, well, so, okay, all right, I want to hear another one that you like, but I damn sure I want to hear ones that you don't like too, because those, because it's always fun to talk about ones you don't like. Because okay. one that I only... all right, here I'll give you the best of both worlds. Another one that I like and don't like, and this one is also probably great with their marketing campaign. They did a really good job with it. Paranormal Activity. First one. 
again, it's a series that started off pretty damn strong and then just continuously kept fucking itself in the ass. I got a thing with Paranormal Activity. It's real simple. Either you buy into it or you do not. Exactly. You're either along for the ride or you're going to think this is fucking stupid. I happen to be in the camp of, uh, yeah, you happen to be in the camp of this is fucking stupid. Dude, my Nana also was in the camp of this is fucking stupid. Like she, and actually she said that too. She's like, it's fucking stupid. The um, uh, and 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 I was like, well, no, I like, and I happen to be in the camp of long for the ride. Like that was a movie that I was also in the best circumstances to watch because I was with a group of friends, and it it was one of the first times that a habit started with me. Which is how I watch movies with you guys. When we all start fucking talking and going, "Oh shit!" Well, there's that. There's that. We all make jokes and comments back and forth with each other, and th- it started there. It started there uh, uh, watching Paranormal Activity, and I just had fun watching it um, because I got into it. It was exciting. We were making jokes or like, "Oh shit!" You know, they, you know, um, uh, the blanket's moving. There's something going on in there. It was, it was a fun watching experience. Uh, when it came to that. But again, you either buy it or you don't. Yeah, I, I remember when it first came out. I, I didn't really care for it all too much, but I went over to a buddy of mine's house and he's like, you got to see this movie. I'm like, Ugh, I just fuck it. Okay, sure. I watched it. I'm like, okay, that was a cool idea. It was a fun little ride. Um, All right, cool. Let's uh, never talk about that again. Sure. And then part two came out. Uh, all right, let's see this. Thought it was fucking hilarious. The ending especially, where she just super kicks the mom into the fucking camera, lifts the dad up by his neck, j- d- doesn't break it, lifts up, drops, the guy's dead. I'm like, wait, wait what? <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> take the baby and just waltzes right out. It, I, uh, okay. It, the, it was fucking ridiculous. And then you have the third movie, which goes even further back in time to when they were kids, and it just completely makes no sense because apparently... The, the, the grandmother killed the parents or whatever at some point. The, the, she's also part of a cult. And it just, what, 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 hang on. What, how do they not remember any of this? You sound like me trying to explain society right now. Um, uh, the- <laughs> fuck of confusion. And then you get part four, which is finally a sequel to the first one. And it's like, okay, now there's this little blonde girl or something like that. There's some dude. She kills him. And they're, they're stealing more babies. And there's a whole other fucking cult. It's just, what? What? Now the town's involved? And it, I, I guess there was another one called the Mark ones, but nobody saw that. Nobody gave a fuck at that point. They, <laughs> Even did, I didn't see that did, one. You, did you, you, well, Brandon, Brandon sees everything. Um, uh, the, uh, um, I mean, Zach, you, you look like the meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he loses his fucking mind and he's got the <laughs> strings connected. Shit. Or when Brandon tries to explain the timeline of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> God, I wish we were using the video for this right now because <laughs> Brandon's face is Maybe priceless. Maybe that's we should film while we're in quarantine. Trying to explain the Texas, Texas, the Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre timeline because we've been talking about doing that for a while. Yeah, we got to get a corkboard though in the middle of a goddamn quarantine. It's hard enough I to get disinfectant wipes. The um, and then and then Zach slowly becomes Alex Jones. Um, uh, the uh... turn the freaking frogs game. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that video so much. It made me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Jones makes me happy. It makes me feel normal. (laughs) If I I, had to worry about. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> that was so frantic about today. Oh, okay. Let's move on with our lives. The, uh, oh, God. It's, oh, it's amazing. Uh, anyway, I right. back far enough you could find him ranting about the future of the coronavirus, and now it's just like we should have listened. Yeah, he's just, he's just too entertaining. All right, so what are some ones that you don't like? And I think that we should do, we'll, do, we'll go around the horn. Activity before we move on? No. Oh, okay. No, uh, no, tell your paranormal activity story. I want to hear it. I, they're just quick opinions. I don't really have a story because I kind of just binge watched the first four while I was in college. And I oh. think this one was pretty dumb and boring. Uh, second one, I remember enjoying on a "This is so bad, it's good" level. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember a single thing about it, but I remember that that's the one I liked the most. Uh, the third one, I remember they were trying to go for like a VHS style, and they couldn't stay with it, <laughs> like at all. Uh, and then the fourth one, I thought the thing using like the Xbox Connect thing with all the light dots around everything, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's the only thing Connect has ever been used for. I, I'm sure Xbox appreciated their business. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> sell any weird, Weirdest movie tie-in <laughs> ever. Fucking president of, of Xbox is, somebody use this! <laughs> We need to sell copies, damn it! We have value! It's like that episode of The Simpsons when they're at the bookstore and um, Bart was buying a book about UFO conspiracies. Lisa was buying one of Al Gore's books. The, the, the Marge and Homer were buying um, marital aid books. But anyway, um, Bart was saying, yeah, UFOs are a conspiracy. And Lisa told him, nobody cares about your stupid conspiracy. And the cashier clerk is scanning all the books. And then after the books are scanned, it's like the wires and all this conspiracy music happens and the wires are traced back to the White House. This one White House guy gets a fax. He runs over and he says, Mr. Vice President, I've got something important to say. Somebody bought a copy of your book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That is that is truly amazing. Oh, the uh all right. Um and then I so, never so, nobody did. Nobody um uh, they even tried to make a VR game at some was it a really? VR game? They tried to make a game. It was either VR or it was one of those like connect move ones, and it fucking failed. I remember seeing the trailer for marked ones. And he's and there's like the scene where he's like pulling a string out of his face, and I'm like, I have no interest in seeing this at all. It just looks stupid. Nobody the um, uh, yeah. Uh, so Zach, like, like, okay, soul. Is that what you're thinking of? Uh, probably. I don't know. Alright, alright. The uh, whatever. The uh, you know, so nobody saw that one either. Nobody gave a damn about. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so Zach, what are some ones that you didn't like? Because those are always uh, even more fun to talk about. So, so only a, here's the thing: I've only seen like a handful of found footage movies. Of course, there's the Blair Witch Project, the Paranormal series, uh, Cloverfield. Um, I liked As Above, So Below, and those are the only ones I can really think of. You know, I'm watching that in the next so, couple days. As Above, So Below. Yeah. It, it's a good one. That, a friend of mine recommended it to me. It's by the same guys that did um, No yeah. Escape. I'm a sucker for movies that deal with hell and demons and shit like that, so I enjoyed it. It was a fun little movie. I would love to go explore the Paris catacombs someday and just, you know, maybe take a skull for my collection without anybody noticing. But that's neither here nor there. Well, you saw you saw Unfriended. Um, uh, 
uh, uh, when we're doing that, doing I, the October I, thing. I guess it's a found footage movie. I it is. I I kind of I, I feel like that should be its own genre, like fucking webcam movies or some shit like that. Yeah, well, but with the exception, then <laughs> it found Skype footage or something. I dumb mean, it shit is like from that. the point of view of a camera, so it's like I guess we should talk about like what should the found footage genre be? Should it be movies that are actually presented as this is found footage, or we're we going with movies that are like these are movies told from the perspective of an actual person's camera? Because, I mean, those could have been found files on Skype or whatever. Yeah, because there's... We are, like, since we are extending it to mockumentaries here, I, I think I think Unfriended should count for our topic this time. I, I mean, okay, but there's a so movie that came out within the past two years, Marcus. Saw. It was a very popular movie. Um, it had the guy from... Um, Searching? Searching, was that the one... Uh, the guy? Asian guy Harold from, from Harold Kumar. Yeah, yeah, that's actually on Stars. I've been, I've heard really good. Things uh, yeah, same about here. It. I wanted to see it because it looked really interesting, but it's all from the perspective of a laptop. Yeah, and I yeah. don't know if it's in real time or not, but um, and I, I, I am planning on watching it in the next couple of nights. So. Yeah, I, I, I've seen. Um, you know, I had oh, to do theater know. checks for it when I was watching it, but it looked like a good movie. But again, it's another one from the perspective of a screen of a laptop, and I feel like that should be its own thing. Like. You have your found footage movies where it's like a fucking shaky cam 9000, and then you have your found laptop footage things, which I just, I don't know, I kind of put those in their own. I'm going to disagree with you for the sole reason of if we say that laptop screen is a genre now, I don't want a whole wave of laptop screen movies. I'm with Brandon, but for a different reason, there's... For that reason too, I think I think Zach's well, part of Zach's soul died. Um, uh, the, the little capitalist in you should be screaming right now. We can, we can take advantage of this. No, I I, I started writing a found footage movie last night. Advantage of that ever. We are going to take advantage of the system. We're going to make a lot of money off of it, and then we will actually make real movies. The uh, well, there was an idea. Um, I got to include the 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 webcam thing as well because there's just. I gotta lump it in because there's so little of those movies that uh, that I gotta put it in the same thing. There's just not enough. Like there's two or three movies to talk about in that genre. Like I wouldn't be able to talk. We wouldn't even be able to have a separate podcast about that. So I'm just gonna. I would want to include that in this section. I mean, I guess. I mean, just for the sake of the argument for right now, yeah. But give it a few more years, they're gonna pop up, especially since you know. We're possibly going to be in quarantine for the next two years. How else are you going to film your fucking movies? Yeah, good point. For uh, films, because they're going to start pumping up. Please, no. Please, yes. Please, please, God, no. Um, so, so Zach, uh, so um, obviously, Unfriended wasn't that memorable to you because you didn't remember seeing it. It's not that I don't remember seeing it. It's just again, I I put that in its own little category. And the thing about that movie is, it's fucking stupid, but you can't turn it off. Which is probably the most surprising thing about that movie is I it, it kept me it's like I don't like this, but I need to see what happens next. <laughs> I don't know how or why, but I need to fix this goddamn movie. And the, I, I just, will uh, Yeah, the, go, oh. I, 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 I'm, I, when it's my turn, I will exp I, I will explain why uh, why that's one of my favorites, and I will answer that question for you. Um, uh, but uh, but we'll get to that when we do. Uh, is there any other ones that you saw that were really that you hated or were stupid? 
Again, I haven't seen too many found footage movies. I did see a trailer for a movie that completely rips off the poster of Fantasy Island. It's it's like, you know how it's like a skull underneath the island? Replace it with a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. Fan no, it's not. What the fuck is... I saw a trailer for it like two days ago, and I can't remember what the hell it was. I meant to write it down, but I was browsing the PlayStation Store for some horror games to, like, like play and stuff like that to keep my, you know fucking mind occupied until resident evil comes out and i'm just like what the fuck is there and the fuck is this and it looks like some really b great found footage movie and it has the exact same poster as fantasy island but this movie came out many years ago so it can't if anything fantasy island literally you ripped off this, this on youtube uh no this is on the playstation store okay so you can't really check your history then nope darn it yeah if they yeah, that's what the hell it was, I tried searching for it earlier today, but I'm like, God damn it, I can't find it. So I don't know what the hell it was. It looked awful, but <laughs> I gotta check it out. I gotta check it out. I don't know if somebody in the comments knows what the hell I'm talking about. Cool, post a link, post a comment. I don't care either way. I haven't seen too many found footage movies, so that that that's pretty much the end of my list. Fair enough. B man. Go ahead, it's your rodeo. Get ready for the obscure movies no one's ever heard oh, of. Oh boy, <laughs> he took a breath before. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm frightened, Zach. I'm frightened. There are two main ones I want to talk about. And they're not really movies. One is... A whole thing all of its own. What do you mean they're uh, not right. movies? The, the, the point of this is found footage, keyword, movie! I would still say they're in the genre. Um, and then I have one that is related to Blair Witch Projects. All right, all right. So uh, go for Blair it, man. Project. What, which one do you want me to do first? Squirrels. Blair Witch <laughs> ones? We've already talked about it a little, and we can elaborate. Yeah, why not? Okay. So when the Blair Witch Project came out, the Sci-Fi Channel did their own sort of like backstory documentary um, called Curse of the Blair Witch, oh, which yeah. was basically they're like doing interviews of like the family members of the three disappeared filmmakers and people in the town and all that. And I watched about 10 minutes of that today and I got really bored by it. So instead I watched Cartoon Network's The Scooby-Doo Project. Do either of you remember that? I feel like I need to know because if anybody's going to know, it's him. So when the Blair Witch Project came out, Cartoon Network did like a 24-hour Scooby-Doo marathon. And in between, unlike the commercials and everything, they had like a series of bumpers called the Scooby-Doo Project, which was like a Scooby-Doo version of the Blair Witch Project. It is so much more brilliant than it had any right to be. How do I not know about this? That's a very good question. How the hell has no one ever heard of this before? It's, like... it's pretty cool. Like They do it in the style of Velma's camera, and they're going out into the woods uh, to solve a mystery. And it is so meta as well. Like The opening is like that famous zoomed-in shot of, like, you know, the Blair Witch Project, like, you know, it's the poster of the Blair Witch Project, but it's Shaggy, and he's saying, why do we always have to split up? I always get stuck with Velma. Where do Fred and Daphne always go anyway? <laughs> um, oh, boy. 
We've gone there. We have gone there. Awesome. Um, There's even footage of Fred just saying, you know, I just realized we've been in these woods for seven days and we haven't pulled a mask off of anyone. And Daphne's asking him, like, what do you mean? It's just the little things I miss. You know, like usually we start a mystery and 22 minutes later we're unmasking someone and it's quick it's simple i missed that it's on youtube it's apparently 21 minutes long holy shit dude dude, that's the first thing we're watching when we get back together um that is happening that is so fucking happening it goes beyond that too so it's they actually filmed it in the woods and they just put like the animated characters in live action footage they what? also have like live action stuff they shot, like a sheriff talking <laughs> about the missing kids. We found film canisters full of Scooby Doo episodes. Um, they actually <laughs> painted a van to look like a machine. Um, and it's so meta as well. It's so great. I, I, am, I am so disappointed that I never heard of this. And, and, and like it's. And then it also has Shaggy standing in the corner of the house, like at the end of the real movie. Sh- Shaggy, what, why are you standing in the corner? Because I'm frightened. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I Yeah, that's happening. When, as soon as we get all back together, we are sitting down for 20 minutes and watching that all together. Sorry, that will be amazing. Years. And I can still send it to you on YouTube if you want. Ah, fine. So, you know, just just in case we are quarantined for years, yeah. the um, uh, that's that's super awesome. I am so glad I know that now. I can't wait to see how he reacts to that. Um, he's gonna lose his fucking mind. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it, it's so much better than it has any right to be. It I'm really sure is. It is. Like this was, you, you could tell they had fun making this, because like you have to, because when are you gonna get the opportunity to do it ever again? This shit was a 99. Holy fuck. Never again. That's fantastic. That's that's super great. Um, so my next one is an actual legitimate hoax. Do either of you know what the alien autopsy is? I have heard of... I vaguely remember hearing about this. I have heard of it. Okay, so in 1995-ish, um, there is like a documentary filmmaker who lived in the UK who said that he came that he was given actual footage of an alien autopsy done on like one of the aliens, the 1947 crash in Roswell, New Mexico. Um, Mark, did you just take a Skype screenshot? I I, I did it by accident, but it okay. just happened to be moving moving my screen there. Sorry. Good for you. Um. So, yeah, pretty much, and of course there are people that thought it was real, and of course one of those people had to have some involvement with the Fox Network because next thing you know they're making a forty-five minute hour-long time slot documentary to air on the Fox network about the alien autopsy entitled alien autopsy fact or fiction. And so they actually interview people about the footage. Can this be real? 
could it be faked? Like, it's they made a legitimate documentary about this supposed found footage of an alien autopsy from 1947. I mean, Stan Winston was involved, so you know yes. the special effects are pretty um, damn good. <laughs> actually, I was going to... and So they had Stan Winston, and not just Stan Winston, but some of his team in it. And they're watching the footage and dissecting it, and they're just like, you know, if this is fake, we would be proud to make something like this. Because they do go into like <laughs> how hard it is to do some of the stuff that was in it. Um, now, Stan Winston did also say that he thought that it was a hoax, but they edited out that comment of his. Um, they kind of edited his interview to sound more like he's kind of on the line, but he did say that they edited out that he did think it was a hoax. Um, they also had Alan Davio, the cinematographer of E.T., um, lent his opinion. He thought it was a hoax because of certain thing, certain ways that the camera man because of the certain things the cameraman did but then they also had a military videographer photographer talking about no it looks like an actual military video um well, that just goes to show the quality of military videos um yeah so but anyway a little bit of backstory about the fox special so the director of it when he went to interview the documentary filmmaker from the uk that brought this footage forth um he thought that he, it's on his interview, the director of the documentary thought this is definitely a hoax. And so then Fox was pretty much just like, don't let it get out. This is a hoax before this airs because if people know that it's a hoax. We're going to lose our ratings. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, we know it's a hoax, but don't say a goddamn thing about it. If you want your fucking paycheck. All right. And then, yeah, like even the director hired a private investigator, but because Fox didn't want it out that it was a hoax, uh, the investigator was limited to only researching the potential uh, cameraman of the video. Um, but yeah, the video itself is black and white, silent, and it does actually look, for what they were trying to do, it does look pretty good. And for early to mid-90s, before the internet was what it was, I can understand why somebody would be fooled. That being said, though, I don't think anybody would have been fooled for more than a minute or so. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It was the 90s. Let, let, alone, a let alone being fooled to actually put money forth to produce an hour-long documentary about whether or not it's real. That's amazing. Um... In 2006, the, um, fil the documentary filmmaker from the UK did eventually say that the footage was fake. However, he claimed it was in actuality a recreation of a video he had seen in 1992 that had since deteriorated. <laughs> Okie dokie. I, I don't know why you're yeah. waiting for me to say something else there. No, there's nothing else to say. There is truly nothing else to say with that. Um, the, uh, yeah, they also had people from Roswell in the documentary. Like, there was this one woman who was saying when she was a kid in 1947, she was with her father at the um, military base, and there was, like, this small sheet of metal that was kind of, like, similar to tinfoil, but you can crumple it up, and then it would expand on its own again and how there were military people after the cover-up telling her, you're not allowed to tell anybody about this ever. 
But here she is on video talking about it. She'd be assassinated or worse. She'd um, be dead before the footage was, wasn't released. So yeah, so that, that that's my pick because that is somebody who actually tried to fake actual found footage. So I thought that was a more um, unconventional entry into our topic today. Yeah, yeah, that definitely is. That definitely is. And then if you want an actual conventional pick from me, Troll Hunter. Oh, I liked it. How it was good. I never even heard of it, so you don't need to. I think it's a Norwegian movie. It's a stupid movie, but it, it's similar to Blair Witch Project in that there are these people looking. Well, Zach, Zach, on a scale of one to Terrorvision, how stupid? Squirrels. Got it. Continue, Brendan. Um, but yeah, it's basically about this group of filmmakers that follow a supposed troll hunter around as he hunts trolls. And the trolls look pretty good and well integrated into the footage. And like, these aren't like little under the bridge trolls. These are like massive trolls, like the size of trees and such. Oh, um, uh -huh. And the last 10 minutes or so is pretty intense when they're getting chased by a really big, really big and really bad troll. Um, it's fun. I like got it. Got a sequel. Did it get a sequel? Yeah. You didn't know that? Like, I know they were talking about one, but I, I didn't think it was actually made. I could have swore I've seen posters for Troll 2. Mm. Um, Unless that's just some other bullshit movie that I'm thinking of. That might be something else you're thinking of. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything for it. Ugh, troll. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I liked that's it. That's okay. And then if I'm... you want to get a little more unconventional, Sinister, which is actually about a guy who... Sinister is not a found footage. But it's about a guy that finds Yeah, it's a, a guy who finds, key word. It's uh, not about the found you're... footage. It's, it's about, about, it's a, it's about, it's found about footage. footage that got found. Either way, it's not a found footage. Don't be, don't be an asshole, asshole Brandon. But it is not a found footage film. It is a good movie. Move on. You know, I'm, I'm just looking right. for any um, any excuse to talk about it because I like it. All right, Brandon. Um, uh, so no. <laughs> so besides sequel. Besides Blair Witch and besides Paranormal Activity, did you have any bad ones that uh, that annoyed you or you thought were stupid? Probably. Um, I mean, he could rant about the Blair Witch for days. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I did not care for Diary of the Dead. I think there are some good effect shots in there. Diary of the Dead. It was George Romero's. He did a film for movie? Yeah. Hmm. It is the oh. fifth of the Dead movies. It was after Land of the Dead, before Survival of the Dead. Takes place at the same time as Night of the Living Dead. Just different location, different characters. Yeah, it's about film students. He updates it for our time. It's about film students, and the zombie thing happens. And yeah. I, I was sounds really, like it could be a good premise, but it, I, I was really bored by it. Um, Cloverfield's grown on me. Um, Troll Hunter, I just mentioned. Um, it's not horror, but I really like Chronicle. Um, are there any that I just outright don't like? 
Um, House is October. The House is October built. It's a really good unconventional one that I recommend. Sarah recommended that to me as well. Uh, so yeah, she said she really liked it. The VHS movies, which are like found footage anthologies. Some stories are bad. Some stories are good. You know, I tried watching those. I'd get like maybe five or ten minutes into each of them, and then I just stopped because I get bored. Never um, been able to finish them. I had fun watching The Visit, M. Night Shyamalan. You can no. tell me that's a bad movie, and I'll believe you and probably agree with you, but I still liked it. Um, that's, is it that, that was with the uh, grandparents who aren't really the grandparents or escaped convicts? Yeah. Yeah. Never saw it. Heard about it, though. Um, I heard that was like his return to like, oh my God, Shyamalan made a good movie. And, like, and it was good. 20 fucking years. <laughs> uh, mockumentary, Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon. I talked about that during our 25 October challenge. Um... And I hate Blair Witch. I hate Paranormal Activity. Like those are the two big ones. Um, I, okay, I'll, I'll continuing the Blair Witch trend. Uh, Blair Witch, the third movie. Um, you mean Shaky Cam Nine Thousand? Oh yes. Uh, the first ten minutes has the worst shaky cam I have ever seen. It's the only reason I want to see the movie. It is so shaky. I was graduating and he came up to my table. He's like. You need to see this fucking camera. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it was at Zach's portfolio show. It was the day of Zach's portfolio show when he was graduating. And I saw the movie in the morning. And then I walked over to wherever they were holding the show. And so it was literally I saw Zach within an hour of walking out of that movie. Um, I think it was still busy. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit. It was so shaky. And there's time travel and aliens, and it's not <laughs> good, and there's a Confederate flag in there. Uh, and it's over. People look at it. It is. Did you literally? It is. You so literally. You sound, you sound like Brick trying to describe the fight in Anchorman. <laughs> like, then, then there was a guy on fire, and, the, and I had a trident, and then I killed a guy, and then, with, and then I had a grenade. <laughs> That's what it literally sounds like. Then yeah. they had a grenade. <laughs> Which, I'm really rooting for that director to make another good movie, because I really like The Guest. Really like Fair The Guest. Enough. I watched that again yesterday. Still holds up. Still a really good movie. Which one was The Guest? You haven't seen it. Um, I'll show I know it. I haven't seen it, but I remember hearing about it. So basically, there's this family. Their eldest son died in the military, and somebody and one of his um, fellow soldiers after he gets um, what's the word I'm looking for discharged comes to visit them but he's not really what he seems it's a really good movie really good soundtrack oh this movie yeah it's really good um, but he also directed Blair Witch which I just talked about he directed the live action Death Note movie which well, I don't hate it anywhere near as much as a lot of people do. I will say, not what that movie should have been. Um, no, it should not. And I finally watched Year Next a couple nights ago. I was bored. You, under, I was you bored. understand what you understand what I was what I was talking about, right? I, I don't even remember what you were talking about, but I was bored by it. It was the um, uh, It was it was it was the most overrated movie on my list for that October. And and I remember specifically talking about it. I was like, it's incredibly, it's incredibly disappointing. 
because it's made all kinds of top 10 lists for like smarter smartest um character choices in in a horror movie and i'm like and, and i think my biggest thing was i was like um uh ready or not did this a couple years later and did it a hundred thousand times better you know, um, on the same scenario thinking the same thing as i was watching it it's because yeah, yeah dude actually a good fun yeah. movie um, Dude, it, it literally sat there, and I'm like, I'm like, and and also too, like, I I, I really, I was like, I, I yeah, I was like, I don't fucking get it. Like, I I do not understand the the, the some of these characters' choices. I mean, yeah, it had a cool, a couple cool things, but like, like there's no stakes here at all. It, it, it's it, I was I was expecting something, and and it delivered nothing. You expect and ending. Got nothing. I, I think and, the premise of like a home invasion movie where one of the victims actually has survival training, I think that's a really cool premise. But it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like your next would have worked a lot better as like a 10 to 15 minute short film. Maybe, but but even even with that, some of the choices that were made and some of the ways that other characters did, I mean, you know, don't you hired a bunch of like ex green berets that show up with fucking crossbows instead of silence weapons. I, I, I don't, I don't understand that at all. I, I don't, I don't get that. It was there. Arnold, swore, Arnold would have just blew up the house. Um, uh, the berets for breakfast. Damn it. The, uh, I'm very hungry. The, uh, <laughs> Zach, 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 Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> no, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> God, I fucking love Commando. Um, uh, I need a 4K. God damn it, and, give me a 4K. And that, and that movie, with the exception of Brandon's movie, um, the one horror movie, I think it was Cat People, or one of them that had the most random Wait, tits. What, or ran- no, what, what, what was the movie that had the most random nude scene that you had ever seen with the girl who gets launched? Cat people, okay. The um, uh, oh, the I was about to say, when the fuck did you see cats? No, no, fuck that movie. Um, uh, uh, fuck cats. Um, uh, but the uh, but yeah, the Commando has an incredibly random and hilarious um uh, nude scene in it when they uh, in the middle of that fucking fight and they get launched in the other room and some girl's under the sheets and she literally like just throws the fucking sheets up in the air and goes. <laughs> <laughs> just tits for no fucking reason. Like, like, I saw that movie when I was thirteen, and I was very happy to see tits. But I was also like, "That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life," and I love it. <laughs> like how you draw the line there. Instead of when he fucking throws a pipe in a dude's chest and tells him, "Let off some steam, Bennett." Bennett. That's the, um, uh, so stupid, <laughs> dude. Every year for New Year, I don't know if you caught that, dude. Every year for New Year's Eve, I literally, I literally put in a a meme from that movie with him with a knife when he says, "Come on, Bennett, let's party." I always say, "Come on, whatever year it is, uh, let's party." Um, I, I've been doing that for years. I don't know if you you've ever caught that, Zach. Um, uh, you know, last year I said, "Come on, 2020, let's party," and it's literally a picture of Ari with that fucking knife right when he says that line. Um, uh, the uh, if you should start doing that in, in New Year's as well, it's pretty great. I just post my Jaws is Jaws Revenge is the best Christmas movie ever meme now. Uh, fuck you so much, Zach. Oh, great Christmas movie. Uh, I hate you so much. The uh, for that, I really do. The uh, anyway, um, 
Brandon, are, are, are you done with the Boy Witch Project um, uh, rant? Um, or do you yeah. think you'll ever be done? <laughs> I'm just looking over my list to see if there's anything else that's worth mentioning. Um, uh, in case you haven't noticed, this isn't a genre that I'm particularly fond of. Um, uh, I'll mention this just briefly. American Horror Story Season 6, Roanoke, which is more on the mockumentary side of things. Um, I give you credit for just being able to sit through a season of American Horror Story. Uh, it is an interesting spin. Um... I don't think it needed to take up a whole season's worth of television and the finale just went completely off the rails, but I don't know. As far as adapting like mockumentary horror to TV, you could have done a lot worse. I will never understand how that show got as popular as it did. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> because just cause, you know, why not? And it ties into American Horror Story Asylum, which is my favorite season. So, oh, spoiler alert, I guess. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know what? Because either they don't watch the show or they're one of the five people who do. Yeah. Including I, I my lovely girlfriend. Episode of 1984. Because, like, I don't know. It was so fucking boring. They didn't do anything good. And the cuts were terrible. Like, who the hell cut together those kills? I'm going to say this about American Horror Story 1984. Season two of Slasher did the whole turning the slasher genre on its head thing so much better and so much more entertaining. Um, maybe it got better as the season went along. I don't know. Like, I, I never felt compelled to watch the rest of the season past the first episode. I don't think it was terrible, but it wasn't good either. But... I don't know. If you want something that turns the slasher genre on its head and does it well, season two of Slasher. Can't be worse than 1984, I swear. Actually, season two of Slasher is pretty cool. It's, it takes place at a summer camp, but during the winter. See, at least that's different. Because, yeah, like, I, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but basically something happened during one of the summers, and the counselors are returning during the winter when nobody's there to find the evidence and get rid of it. Um, it's really good. Yeah, that's different. That's unique. Don't watch season one. Again, okay. it's not. It's not. Season one's not bad, but it doesn't. It doesn't offer anything new. Or season two is legitimately good. Okay. I haven't watched season three yet, but yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. The uh, so I guess it's it's on me now. Uh, yep. Zach, I, I'll I'll answer your question. By the way, um, the reason why you can't turn away from Unfriended is because those people are horrible fucking people, and you want to see them die. The uh, no character in that in that in, in that fucking movie is redeemable. Um, uh, the uh, and I think I caught that like in the last twenty minutes. I'm like, all these fucking people are terrible human beings, and I'm totally okay with all of them dying because all of them contributed to that girl's suicide. And 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 uh, and like the um, I mean, you you do remember like what the whole story is about? Spoiler alert yeah. for everybody. The oh my! Look, so I mean, like look, everyone who saw that movie or wanted to see that movie saw it already. Everyone else probably is just like me. It's like, do you really care? Apparently, you did because you couldn't turn away from it. Um, uh, it's like a car wreck. Um, uh, you, you, you want to turn away, but you can't. It's like a hold on. It's like a car wreck with like SJ, SJWs in the car. You, you know, you shouldn't look away. 
but you know you shouldn't look away, it's but a you don't. With a bunch of SJWs in it. I'm gonna be cheering them on. Crash burn. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not that crazy. Um, but yeah, I I had fun with that movie. Um, uh, the uh, I thought it was it was a fun treatment. There's um, I like some of like the the um, the finer details in it. Um, uh, like uh, when she would type a message. And then you would read the message, and then she would decide not to send that message. Yeah. I like some of the shit like that that was a little bit more unique. So I had fun. I enjoyed it. Um, the um, I the one I watched last night uh, was uh, Hell House. Did you, I don't know if you guys ever got a chance to see that. Hell House, uh, Hell, Hell House. On Shutter. Yeah, Hell, yeah, Hell, Hell House LLC. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's actually not bad. Um, uh, I will say this though, the fucking like ghosts in this, the spirits, they're pretty fucking ballsy. Like they come out in the middle of the day and do their shit. Like I, I, I <laughs> it's a little unusual, like at least in paranormal activity, like they would wait till night to do most of their shit. Like these guys just come out in the middle of the day just to fuck with people. It's a cool premise. Um, and it makes me want, it, it makes me want to continue what we're doing. Um, it, it's literally is a group of people that are making a found footage or making a documentary um about uh opening up a haunted house and they open it up inside an actual haunted house and it's and it's over the course of like i don't know 60 days where they where they're setting up the house they're redesigning everything and actually it's it's cut together with um another uh documentary team that's actually making a documentary about what had happened it's also spliced together with interviews and then also news footage so uh, from an editing standpoint it's actually not bad zach you would probably appreciate it just from some of the editing that they do because uh, when the shit hits the fan at the very end when it's opening night um and they had shown some amateur youtube uh, footage from one of the uh, from one of the um, um uh the patrons the people who came to visit but and then they also had a, a guy with a uh, that was on the staff with a GoPro, and the um, you see the footage from the YouTube um, person, but it makes no fucking sense. Like you just see a, a bunch of you know craziness, and it doesn't make any sense. But when it finally gets to the end of the movie, their footage gets interspliced with the other person's YouTube footage, so you kind of see the thread of the story going in. Um, uh, you know, you see a, a person run this way, and it doesn't make any sense why they're running up the stairs but when you when you watch it at the end oh shit that's the reason why they were running up the stairs and this is what happened that's why this happened um and it's kind of cool how it's all combed together um yeah does it have its problems here and there with some acting and you could shoot some holes through the pot plot hell yeah absolutely but overall it was a pretty enjoyable movie and it did and it did not rely on jump scares which is really nice for, especially for a found footage movie. It did not rely on that. Actually, I can't think of really any jump scares in it at all. Actually, I think most of it was just tension building. Like there's a lot of, yeah, it just really like some of the props would come to life and then move and move from place to place to place. It was just good tension building, um, uh, which I was actually, and the more I talk about it. Um, the more I liked it, um, uh, I, I actually recommend it. Um, it's definitely one of um, up there with one of the you know my favorites um, going forward. And then obviously my favorite though of, of all time though is is Cloverfield. Um, it will always be uh, one of my favorites. I think it's a fantastic movie. Um, 
definitely um it, it was a great theater going experience and actually i remember a bunch of people leaving um uh, the the person at the counter when i was buying the ticket actually said um just so you know we've had some people get sick from motion sickness we will not refund your money if if you leave the theater um uh, which i thought was fucking hilarious um i think that people could get motion sickness from like a movie like that i i don't know um i i i I didn't see it i mean honestly i had more of an issue when i left um uh, seeing avatar and i was like my depth perception was off for like 20 minutes um like i had more issues with that it was just weird like it was weird it's weird driving um back to my friend's house I don't know with VR, sure, but with a movie that's just on screen like that, like eh, I don't know. Like unless you got I, a hangover or a headache or something, then dude, I did not see it at all. Um, it was a great story, a great plot, and actually, I think I brought this up before. Um, it were it. Um, I I believe I've read this somewhere, but but also I I made a, a correlation um in my head. Um, I at the time when I was in high school, I read a book. Um. You read a book? I read a few, um, uh, just a few though, not too much. I mean, I am American. Um, uh, the uh, the um, uh, um, but the, uh, there was a book I read about a guy who um, uh, who was working in Antarctica, and he has a dog with him. And one night, um, uh, he he um, there's a giant snowstorm coming in, and his um, and he had just made it back to his base barely alive, and during the night. His dog, um, they leave the door open for just a second. The dog runs out into the night and he and he makes a choice to go back out into the storm. And the whole point of the story is he was dead the moment he chose to walk back out into the storm. It was just a matter of life catching up to them. And that's how I felt with, you know, spoiler alert for uh, for Clo- for a 12 year old movie. Um, that's how I felt with Cloverfield is that the moment that they, when they were all about, they had the choice to leave New York, but they said, we're going to go back for our friend. They were all dead the moment they made that choice. It was just a matter of life catching up to all of them. And that they were right. All of them died by the end of the movie. Um, uh, so it was kind of cool to see that correlation. It's a, it's, it's, it's a long walk um, to, you know, to get a short drink of water with that. But um, it, it, it was one of those times I was like, oh, you can actually do something cool with found footage you can uh, culminate a story around around this and make it interesting instead of just it being the blair witch project which is just a bunch of shaky cam and then maybe a few cheap thrills um you can actually do something with it um and it was a good it was a good science fiction horror movie um i know you wish that there was more blood zach but um me being you know at the age i was at the time and seeing that girl explode behind them that was pretty fucking cool um i had never seen that before <laughs> um, uh, at that time, so I was like, "Holy shit, that's pretty cool." The um, uh, that bitch just blew up. Um, the uh, that uh, actually, I did see that once before when I saw Blade, but that was the only time I had seen that before. Um, uh, you know, but besides that, that that is the one time I've you know the other time. But I was like, "Oh, this is fucking great! I want to see more of this." Um, uh, it was a good thriller. It was it was a good it, um, uh, it it had a lot of good tension in it. Um, and that was the big thing. There wasn't a lot of shaky can't, excuse me, a lot of jump scares in that. It was a lot of tension. So a lot of tension. Um, it somehow they were able to mix tension with adrenaline in that movie. And that's what made it really good. Like I was on the, I was literally felt like I couldn't catch my breath while also being extremely tense at the same time. 
which is a pretty cool thing to do to your audience. But yeah, those are definitely up there with my uh, top ones. Um, I enjoyed Paranormal Activity. I already talked about it. Um, there's definitely a couple other ones I wouldn't mind um, checking out um, that I saw on the list. Um, I didn't get a chance to see as uh, as above, you know, so below. Um, I did not see that just yet, but um, yeah, it nice. definitely looked. Yeah. What's up? I did not even know that that one was found footage until. No, I, yeah, you know what? I actually knew that from you, Zach. That's the only time I I knew. Um, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of other movies too. Yeah, definitely I mean, one of the better found footage movies out there. Yeah, I mean, there's like Apollo 18 and um uh, and um uh, which is about the moon. Uh, you know, I, the, the moon. I never got around to it. I've not heard a single good thing about Apollo 18. Uh, that's part of the reason I want to see it. <laughs> it's probably not that good. Um, but I still gonna check it out. But that being said, though, I would really, I would recommend definitely checking out uh, Hell House LLC. Um, it's yeah, definitely and, a, it's, and its sequels like all over Shutter. So. I probably w wouldn't go towards the sequels, um, uh, but uh, you know, but the the first one's good for what it is. Um, it's a it's a good it's it's definitely an enjoyable time. The um, and it makes me want it makes me want to make movies. Um, uh, like it, it, what they were doing looked fun. It looked it looked like it was a fun experience to be a part of. All right. Um, I'll let, let you check your, uh, you know, I, I was waiting for you guys to jump in, but you guys were checking your phones. Yeah, I'm just looking over my notes to see if there's anything I forgot. Um, oh, uh, th th this is one that nobody knows about. It's called The Bay. All right. And basically, it takes place in Maryland along the Chesapeake Bay. And basically, all these people at a crab festival get like really sick. And it's basically like an investigative found footage movie of like these people finding like the uh, government in the area is doing some pretty shady stuff with the um, the environment around them. Nice. It's kind of, I, I've only seen it once, but I remember being creeped out by it. Um, I remember really liking it. And the weirdest part is it's directed by Barry Levinson, who's probably most famous for Rain Man. Yeah, I know who Barry Levinson is. Yeah. That's interesting. Um Yeah, it's I remember really liking that one. Nice. I, I might I, love, I, I might try to dig that one up now just so I can watch it because it's fresher in my mind. But yeah, if you want a lesser known found footage movie, The Bay is a good one. Nice, 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 nice. So cool. Zach, any any other thing you missed? Squirrels. No, squirrels. It's cool. I got. I have a, actually a question of the podcast. Um, I'm very interested to hear you guys' opinion as um, as filmmakers. The we're filmmakers. As you are. Um, uh, at least I thought so. Um, uh, but as as filmmakers, do you think that that genre is is done, or do you think that somebody could in fact bring a fresh perspective? Um, uh, to it, I don't think that it's but, done. You just need to make a good story behind it. That's really what you need at the end of the day. I mean, that's one of the things that helped Cloverfield. It's one of the things that helped As Above, So Below. It worked for that movie. Um, 
paranormal paranormal activity movies like them or not i mean it worked for the first one they just the story got progressively dumber and dumber and dumber to the point where it's like what (laughs) is paranormal activity blumhouse that's a good question i don't don't think so i don't think so early blumhouse hang on I'm, i'm 10 types of curious now Son of a Protestant whore! Because they had to start somewhere. You're not wrong. I'm going to break this fucking Yep, phone. produced by Blumhouse. That makes a lot of sense. No Distributed by Paramount. That makes no a kidding. lot of sense. And they had to pay for pay for that somehow. Well, yeah. again, Blumhouse makes a lot of great movies and a lot of stupid fucking movies. Yeah, too. I think that's the one that put them on the map. Yeah, I'm looking at what they did before that and nothing really notable. Sticks out. Yeah. So yeah, I think found footage movies are definitely a cheap and efficient way to make a movie. Again, you just need to have the fucking story behind it. Have a good story, have good characters. Yeah. As long as you make those two essential things, you can have your found laptop movies, your found footage movies, good story, good characters. Yeah, fair enough. You take take those out and then you get Todd McFarlane's Spawn movie. That's never going to happen. Yeah, I was gonna Maybe. say a more unconventional pick, but I mean, you're asking if there's anything new for the. What was your exact question again? So it, 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 I'll make it a, a similar and a bridge version of this. So, um, as filmmakers, do you think that um, that that somebody can bring something fresh to uh, you know to the found footage genre? Can it still be six? Can it be still successful? You know, and successful, not successful, just good. Can it still be good? Oh, yeah. As I mentioned on our interview with um, Black Martin Brands, it doesn't matter the genre. If it's good, it's good. Fair enough. Um, As far as if there's anything new you could do, um, I'm sure there is. I can't think of anything that can be done, but that's why it would be new if somebody were to do it. There's definitely room for VR. Like, I would like to see somebody maybe do something similar with VR in a horror aspect, because VR fucking horror games are great. I so do, do want to check out um, Transference, the one that Elijah Wood's production company made. Is that the game that you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's... God, I wish I would have ordered that Oculus early on. Um, now we're in a fucking quarantine and those things are unavailable. Um, that sucks. Yeah. I blame what were we going to say? What, what, uh, by the That's way, what was the un- unconventional pick? Now, these are not you- horror movies. Um, one of them I have seen, one of them I have not seen. But I'm mentioning them for the same reason. Because they are literally movies made of footage that was found. And that would be the documentaries Apollo 11 and They Shall Not Grow Old. Uh, Apollo, right. Apollo 11 is a movie that was made by footage that was thought to be lost. That was made by NASA. And basically they recreate like the days leading up to the Apollo 11 launch and even in the rocket as well. So it's like there are all these angles and everything that, you, that have never been seen before. There's no narration. There's no interviews. It's literally recreating the event with footage that was thought to be lost. Nice. 
And then the one that I've not seen is They Should Not Grow Old, which is the Peter Jackson World War One documentary. Mm. Where they found all the old footage from World War One, restored it, colorized it, gave it sound. Um, I heard really good things. Marcus recommended that one heavily to me, but I missed it in the theater. And I the Blu-ray's been going it. for more expensive than I can let go at this time. It had a very limited theater yeah. release, which was sad because I was working all the days that they were showing it, but I really wanted to go fucking watch it. Yeah, but those are two movies that were literally made from found footage. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The oh my so. The, but yeah, and I, by the way, I agree with you guys to answer my own question. I absolutely agree. I think I think you can always find, um, uh, you know, things, you know, uh, fresh things with that. Um, I remember I was uh, I, when I was reading um, Save the Cat, um, and he was and going through the different like genres, and one of them was it, literally the first one is like Monster in the House, and he's like, people may think that 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 genre has been beat to death. It is not, and there are still good stories to be said out of it. So I, I believe that yeah, there's absolutely still, you know, stuff to be done, um, and you can be creative and and bring something fresh to it. Um, uh, you just gotta have a, you have you have to have a good idea, a good concept, and you know, have some fucking talent to pull it off. Put some fucking effort into your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good idea. Don't be Paranormal Activity four. Or two, or three, or whatever the hell that spinoff is called, or that shitty VR video game that they tried to make, or move game. I don't know what the fuck it was, but either way, it was stupid. Fuck! Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. The uh, gentleman, I think this is one of our shortest ones, uh, which is cool. The, um, uh, so we can, the, uh, the, uh, we can definitely uh, wrap it up. Brandon, where can they find us to watch this stuff, to listen to this stuff? You can find us at Midwest Horror Network on Facebook, Instagram. What, what, what's the audio? You one? can find us on Slasher, eh? Slasher. No, 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 like the, the podcast platform. Anchor. Anchor. One, Spotify. Other. Spotify, that was it. Spotify, <laughs> Anchor, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Midwest Horror Network. And Brandon loves doing uh, doing that. I could tell by his face. He's like, "Oh my god, I have to say this fucking thing again. This is ridiculous." <laughs> the but yes, you can find us on all those awesome uh, platforms. Let's get the hell out of here before Zach really starts talking like a 1930s gangster. Uh, thank you so I'm much. Uh, give us. And now, see now. The say now, say. Say now. Jesus is the one true Lord of Christ, eh? Hey, hey, have you heard the good words today? We're going to go on this hall. See, we're going to bet on this hall. See, his name's Lightning. We're going to make a lot of money. The, uh, nah, see? You, you see, Lightning was the one at the dash. The dash was the one that was truly real, but the real one was never there. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. And Brandon has left. Brandon's like, I'm out of here, dude. This is too much. Anyway, so thank you so much, as always. Um, uh, gentlemen, uh, real quick, final thoughts. Brandon. Um... Not too fond of found footage, but there are a couple <laughs> gyms out there. <laughs> Zach. Squirts, there are people outside talking. Why are they outside? We're under a quarantine. Yeah. 
the uh, A. Um, uh, Final thoughts for me. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a couple good ones out there. Um, uh, go and watch the ones that we recommended and the ones that we said suck. Don't watch them. Um, uh, and then thank you so much as always. Give us a like, share, uh, and subscribe. Um, and then obviously um, uh, uh, try to uh, um, go ahead and subscribe to us. And obviously, if if you're uh, you know feeling generous, uh, we uh, anchor. Um, uh, does have a donation area where you can provide donations. Everything um, uh, that is given goes right back to all of the amazing work that we work on with the Living Nightmare episodes and all these podcasts and interviews that we do. Um, thank you so much, um, as always, and we will see you all soon. Bye-bye.